Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay. I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast... Talking cod swallow right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallop. I'm Gemma. And this is my lovely co-host, James. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome back. Thank you. It's been about two weeks since we recorded last. It has, but it feels far too long. Far, far too long. I know. I needed a week off to um, get all of the the birthday episode all together and everything. And uh, even then, I forgot to include somebody's message. So I don't know if you saw, but... An extra special five-minute episode came out this morning, or this afternoon, our time, uh, which had Father Lance's message. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've not had a chance yet to hear that one, but anything with Father Lance in is good. Yeah. So literally, it's just like five minutes, but I just loved his birthday message so much, and I was like, I can't not include it. So, yes, he got his own very special I keep saying five minutes. I think it was, I think the intro, to be honest, was longer than the actual uh, <laughs> me speaking and me playing the video, uh, the audio. So, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> well, we, Father Lance, I think you're absolutely brilliant. So thank you for that message. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully we'll be able to get him back on the show at some point. That would be very cool. He's actually one of my favorite uh, people to listen to being interviewed. Other than obviously listening to yourself, Gemma, uh, but he's one of my favourite people to listen to. He's probably in the top ten in my favourite uh, uh, Tom Steve Dave interviews. I think he was brilliant. Well, then in that case, then we'll hopefully try and get him back on then so that you can have a word with him as well then in that case. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> so, obviously, like I said, it's been two weeks. So, has anything fun happened to you this last two weeks? Well, I haven't been part of a near-fatal car crash, so that's always quite a positive um, positive thing to do. Oh, no, really? Mm, yeah, um, what basically happened was, I'm driving along the motorway like you do, you know, going um, in what we will term the fast lane, uh, yeah. and I'm going along, and I'm like, ooh, a car stopped. Which has the lights are flashing, and then your brain kicks in and goes, oh, "Shit!" I can't yeah. stop. Yeah, quick, put your foot on the brake. Yeah, so you're braking. Yeah. Now the problem I had at that place, I was braking, and the tires were squealing something rotten. Oh, no. I do mean truly rotten. Now I'm very glad the week before this, I'd actually purchased new tires. <laughs> I'm very, oh, very thank glad. Oh God. So tires- yeah, because otherwise it could have been. Uh, yeah, if they were sort of on the bare side. Mm. You wouldn't have stopped. And I got probably about what? If we think about it, probably 30 centimetres from hitting the bumper of this car. Because you get closer and closer and you're thinking, I'm definitely not going to stop. And um, I had to make a evasive manoeuvre and I basically had to swerve. Oh, wow. Now, behind me, a car, well, actually it was a white van sort of thing, then um, 
had to shoot around me and end up basically going across three lanes of traffic and having to sort of put my foot down and get the car moving again. And you've got to think this happens in what, for about 10 seconds? It's quite yeah. amazing what you can react to. But what had caused this entire problem was the fact that a large wooden spool that keeps sort of cabling that you'd have under the ground or yeah. had uh, come off the back of a lorry and landed in front of the car that had then smashed into it. And the terrifying thing is you think to yourself, well, what will have happened to the poor person who was in that car? Because it was high enough to see over the car. They're only in a little car like the size of, a, uh, say, a polo or something. So it's some pretty scary stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. So definitely angels were on your shoulder that day. You're damn right. They and were. all of your shoulders, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> am, I yeah. bra- am I breaking the <laughs> steering system? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. And and the fact that you got the, the tyres changed as well, I mean, you know, like coincidence and all that, yeah. but no. it, yeah. yeah, thank God I you think, did. Yeah, because I think under my old tyre system, it would have been, uh, you know, good night Vienna, because they were pretty close to what they should have been. But hey, I've survived it, I've got past it. Um, yeah, the rather, that's the main thing. The rather terrified looking man in the lorry had uh, gone an understandably very, very pale colour, so... Mm. I can understand. Well, um, yeah, because you probably know that, but yeah, I had a car accident yeah, yeah. about a year ago. And I'm not going to go into great detail about it because obviously I've spoken about it before, but I do know what you mean about the like quick reaction. Mm. You know, like mine was like doing 60 mile an hour on a country road, which it was the legal limit. So it wasn't like breaking any limits or anything, but then. <laughs> somebody just stopped up ahead so everybody screeched to a halt but unfortunately the car behind me didn't didn't put their brake on it didn't brake fast enough and they went straight into the back of me so and it's horrible when that sort of thing happens when you see the cars are just um sort of driving around at too fast speed basically yeah 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 absolutely that screeching noise no i don't like it (laughs) it's not a good it's not a good noise so (laughs) But let's get off the horrible topics and let's get yeah. into something more enjoyable and fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, other than uh, surviving an accident uh, or potential accident, is anything else good happened in the last two weeks? Nothing really, really amazingly cool has happened. But I've caught up with friends and family, and that was sort of during the week. So yeah, it's been it's been okay. It's been good. I've, I've uh, everything's sort of doing okay at the moment. Yeah. When, well, not too bad at all what about yourself because i know you've been somewhere weird wacky and wonderful yes i have um before i get onto that though i do have a couple of separate stories as well Ooh, so tell more tell do tell so my first first one is what i'm gonna call the haunted radio alarm clock <laughs> yeah so basically i had to go out and buy a new alarm clock because my one just kept not working but every time that I would change the clock, uh, you know, so, so basically in the evening, I would notice that the time was out by, say, 40 minutes, half an hour, whatever it was. And then I would change it back to what it ought to have been. So say it was 10 o'clock, I changed it back to 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But then in the morning... I know obviously hours have passed, so I know that the time will have changed because of hours, but it then went back to being half an hour to 40 minutes fast again in the morning. 
so that every time my alarm clock went off, I was it was going off like, well, it was going off like twenty minutes, thirty minutes fast um, earlier than what it was supposed to. On a positive, you came to work early. No, because that was the thing. Because I, you know, obviously I was sort of like so used to the fact that it was happening that I was just kept, you know, I like I said before, I I keep pressing the snooze button, and I was kind of just almost like become immune to it if if you know what I mean whereas I'd forget that I have to actually get up you know kind of thing because I was so tired from being woken up early that I just didn't I didn't want to get out of bed and there's a couple of mornings I've actually been late because of it as well because it didn't go off <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just loving that idea your boss William why are you late <laughs> my life looks haunted <laughs> bullshit <laughs> Well, I think it, I think it is though. What do you think? Um, I think you've probably got a faulty alarm clock, <laughs> but you never know. You know, strange things happen. It could be haunted. It could be. It could. Well, I think it is anyway. I mean, it's still sat on the side at the moment, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much not going to be not going to be used anymore. I had to buy, like I said, I had to buy a new one, but I'm trying to figure out how to work that one at the moment. So. She- I have ghost stories, but I don't have any haunted alarm clock stories. So maybe oh. you've got a uh, you've cornered the market, so to speak. Yeah. Are you fiddling with your mic, by the way? I'm moving. Oh, uh, no, I'm just moving. Cause I got uh, crampy one of my legs. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> it's just because I can hear it. So uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> sorry. And then the other one was. The story of how I got some new shoes. As a man, I'm going to have to like, feign understanding, but go on. No, because I think you'll enjoy this story. Okay. Because all sexes will enjoy this story. So I went to Tesco's in my lunch break, and I got to the, you know, I, I just went around, got a few bits. I had flip-flops on, but it was a rainy day. And so I was just like, right, it's time to retire the flip-flops. I need to get some proper shoes. Mm-hmm. So... I went around and I had a quick look in the shoe section and the only pair that I could find that I liked that were in my size, I was just like, oh, they'll do for the, you know, whatever. They're fine. For the foreseeable, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're like some typical sort of trainery type shoes. You know, it's not, they're not like high heels or anything like that. I'm not like a typical girl. I don't get excited about shoes, so. They're not Jimmy Chews. I believe they're a brand we've heard of. Yeah, well, I've briefly heard of them. I know that they've got a red sole, but that's as much as I know about them. You know more than me. Go on. <laughs> so I went to the counter and, you know, put all my shopping down and everything. And I said to the woman at the counter, oh, is there any chance that you can cut the labels out for me? Because, you know, I need to put them on now because it's raining, blah, blah, blah. A repeat of the story I literally just told you. So and then I said, oh, can I have some cigarettes as well? So then, uh, you know. When she she sort of like said, oh, okay, that's X amount of money. So tapped my card because it's a contactless. Uh, and as I was walking out, I was like, ah, oh. in my head that I was thinking, oh, that didn't quite seem enough. But oh, well, never mind. You know, thought nothing of it and just put my shoes on and <laughs> went outside. And when I got and on the drive back, I was still thinking like, that really didn't seem enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got back to work and I checked the receipt and she didn't charge me for the shoes. <laughs> so I got these £16 shoes 
for free, which I which I didn't really want in the first place anyway. But I was like, oh, that's amazing! I've hey, got free shoes. <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of levels out against the haunted alarm clock. It, it does. all sort of works out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no fun. I have no haunted alarm clock. I can't think of any haunted things I've got. No. Although, to be fair, my shoes might be haunted, you know, judging by the way my feet are. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shoes are the damned. <laughs> be afraid. Be very, very afraid. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So, it's good, isn't it? Like, You're it damn right fact- it's good. I wish I had that sort of look where I could get loads of good free stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't happen very often. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna say. Although I did get a free dress once as well for a similar, w- a similar way. So I think I'm out to go shopping with you. See what I can get for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just normally quite happy if I can get a carrier bag for free nowadays. So <laughs> it's true, people. We have to pay for carrier bags, but it supposedly saves the environment, so it's all good. Yeah, and people in America aren't going to understand that at all. But yeah, we do. We have to. Um, it's ranges between five pence and ten pence per carrier bag and up from yeah. um, up from that. But yeah, so you basically for five pence you get like a real cheap and nasty kind of bag. For uh, ten pence you get a bag for life. So if it gets a hole in it, you can replace it. And then you get the the typical supermarket ones as well, don't you? That they cost whatever you want to whatever they are. I think part of the problem we have is that we don't really get the offer you get in America of paper or plastic as much. You can get paper in some places, but um, it would be a better situation. I think we could have both. But, hey, we can't solve all the Earth's problems by getting rid of bags, but it'll, I'm sure, go some way or something to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's not possible anyway, is it? Like, every time you go into town... Like, if you purchase something, whether it be a dress or a DVD or whatever, you can't just then walk around in the street holding it in your hands, can you? Like, if you're stupid like me and you forget to bring your carrier bag, then... Well, I I, I was going to say, Gemma, I actually told you about me buying dresses uh, in the strictest of confidence. I didn't actually want you to tell the viewers. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure the listeners won't judge you. It is 2018. You're true. It's true. We're all going to be woke and uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you want to dress like a lady, you dress like a lady. I don't have to be a very convincing lady, but go on. <laughs> well, you know, still own it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I mean, that was my silly little but fun things that happened in the last two weeks well that was one week anyway but yeah i've just come back off of a fantastic weekend and i really really enjoyed myself uh it was a shame you couldn't make it on on the saturday but from what i can see and what i've heard in bids it sounded absolutely fantastic so it is a real shame i couldn't go but we have stuff planned for the future so it's all good yeah absolutely we've got plenty of stuff planned so don't you worry but Yes, yeah, so this weekend, uh, well, it was Friday evening, I went to London and I met up with my friend Lucy. Uh, she's a listener to the show, so hello, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why I do that every time. <laughs> and uh, Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> she's under the table. Ah. You're in the cupboard and she's under the table. Ah, well, we never meet, you see, because we're kept in separate locations. I know. I've kept it that way. Sorry about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we went to this pub. Uh, I can't remember the pub's name, but it was, you know, it was quite a cool pub, but it had like this weird taxidermy on the walls, but it was like really, really badly stuffed <laughs> taxidermy. <laughs> like Lucy was telling me about it on the walk down. And when I, when I actually got there and I saw it and there was this like hog type <laughs> thing. I, I think it was a hog, but I, I really, I honestly couldn't tell you exactly what it was. It was just awful. It just looked as though, you know, like somebody had just thought, you know how, you know how when you're changing your bed and you stuff your pillows into like, <laughs> yeah, into the pillowcase and you just think, oh, sometimes you just think, oh, sod it. Just, just quickly do it. It was like that, you know. You didn't bother to put the little flap over and make it all nice and plump, you know, kind of thing. It was literally just this poor thing, just <laughs> like rotting away. <laughs> See, taxidermy is not an area I know much about. The only no, thing me think, neither, but... The only thing I know about taxidermy is that the hardest thing to do is cats. Okay. Because supposedly it's very hard to make cats and dogs, things of that nature, look right, but... This guy sounds, or girl sounds like they really haven't got anything right on it. No, and it kind of makes me wonder, like, what the pub was thinking when they purchased it. What was, is it a theme running through the pub? Not that I could notice. It just Mm. seemed like a weird and kind of, when I say weird, I mean weird, kind of cool, wacky type pub. But, uh, yeah, not that I really noticed that. But then I only saw the front part of the pub. I didn't see, there was quite a bit in the back. Um, but I didn't venture that way. You, you don't think it was like, you know, a cross between the pub in uh, American Werewolf in London and something to do with, say, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I haven't seen the, I haven't seen American Werewolf in London, so uh, I can't reference that, unfortunately. But Well, they all go into a pub and it all goes very, very quiet. Ah, okay. Well, this one was definitely not quiet. Right, well, that's a positive, <laughs> that's a positive, that's good. Yeah, it was extremely busy. Yeah, there was people, there was people in there for the sort of upstairs area, which was like people having karaoke, just general pub life type thing. But then there was also people there for the jiggy event as well. Mm-hmm. So, which is the reason why I was there and Lucy was there. I got to meet Toffer and Sean as well, so that was lovely. Good. How are they? They were fantastic, yeah. They were as charming as ever and cheeky as ever as well. And could you work out who was who? I could, yes, because I was face-to-face. I could could hear who was speaking and I could see who was speaking. Excellent. (laughs) Even when they weren't speaking, I could know who which one was. Good, good. That's a good (laughs) sign. Oh, that was such a stupid thing to say, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad I said it, though, because I love saying stupid things, so... If anything, if I anything, I would have been remembered for if you know if my time ever comes, <laughs> I would never be reminded that I say stupid things. <laughs> uh, yeah, so eventually it got to the point where we were going downstairs to watch the comedy, and it was it was so lame in a way, but me, Toffer, and Sean got so excited and I mean so excited about walking down the stairs that was covered and uh, it was covered in um soundproofing you know those soundproof blocks mm-hmm. we were like oh my god look at the soundproofing you know? <laughs> and then Lucy was behind us said and she turned around and she just goes oh 
Jesus, look, <laughs> you can tell who the podcasters are, can't you? <laughs> like this kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, we did get very excited about it. And then it was just just a really fun evening. Like Jiggy did his set. There was comedians beforehand as well. Mm-hmm. I got shouted at by a little person. Okay, tell me more. I'm very yeah. impressed. Yeah, I was going to say, and then I late the well, one. No, actually, I'll tell that bit in a minute. Okay. Because I, go in, I went out for a cigarette and I saw her coming. So I decided that I opened the door and held it open for her. You know, not because she was a little person. Uh, I think I'm PC with saying little person. Um, <laughs> she wasn't. She, Gareth Church didn't tell you off for smoking, tell you to stunt your growth, did she? <laughs> no, 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 she didn't. Oh! But no, she. I might burn for that one. (laughs) (laughs) You might, you might well do. But no, she, she shouted at me because I held the door open for her. But I was like doing it just because. You know, courtesy. Yeah, I was being courteous. I wasn't doing it because I didn't think she was capable. And she just like, for God's sake, you know, she was like, oh, for God's sake, I can open the door myself, type thing. And I was like, okay, well. I was just being courteous. I'm ever so sorry, you know, kind of thing. Terrible, terrible. You can't help people. Awful. No, I know. Then, fast forward, mm, 20 minutes later, I'm sat watching, watching the stage, you know, watching all the comedians and things like that. Next comedian comes up on stage and it's the little person that had just <laughs> sworn at me. <laughs> you should, were you near the front? I wasn't. I was. Just, I was regardless, you stood up and gone. You, I see you. <laughs> so I was like, I like obviously because I told everyone that I was with that you know, like I'd been shouted at. They were like, "Oh my god!" You should have heckled her. No, no, because she's actually really funny. So I'm wondering if like she did it for like the shock factor to see what how I would react. It's possible. You should have hunted her down for an autograph. Yeah, no, I didn't, to be honest, I wasn't uh, wasn't sure. I was just like, nah, I'll leave it. <laughs> it's me. It's the door person. <laughs> I'm the gentle giant that you shouted at earlier. Make it up. I'm, yeah, I want to make it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm not. No, I wasn't sorry. I was, I was fully in my right. I was being very generous. I was just opening a door and being, like you said, courteous. So generous isn't the right word, but courteous. So <laughs> yeah. my mama, my mama taught me right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hello, me. <laughs> no, you can't. I was gonna. No, no, scratch that. I'm not gonna do uh, munchkin jokes. <laughs> no, probably best not to. <laughs> and then at the end of Jiggy's set, he basically called up uh, the master debaters and myself up on stage. Oh, very good. Which which was awesome, but it also really, really took me out of my comfort zone as well because like, it's extremely hard for people to kind of maybe understand, but when I'm not in my environment, I'm incredibly shy. So, you know, like to sort of actually get up on the stage was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I did and we sang... Uh, we sang I Want It That Way by the uh, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> well, the fact you sung anything is absolutely brilliant because I have no, to my knowledge, singing ability. Well, uh, we don't know from the last episode because somebody refused. <laughs> that that may well be why. But who knows, I may sing at some point in the future. You have been warned, people. 
Next birthday episode. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> you know, depending on how things go, I might even sing before then. But, hey. yeah, I'm getting the, the massive gels, as they say, over not having been able to be part of this. But, yeah. And it is very strange to, to think, dear listener, that Gemma is shy because having met yeah. her, I wouldn't have thought that. I don't particularly see that. I think you, you, you're you good, you're confident, you speak to people. So and you've think, done far more than many would by going on the stage. So, Yeah, I think it's because I build up a persona around myself. So it's like I feel incredibly nervous going into that situation or doing whatever it is. But I also know that I really want to do it. So it's almost like... I take on an acting role of mm, yeah. acting as myself. I'm not acting as a face, fake person, but I'm acting as my myself, you know, sort of going into that situation, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I try and get confident. And then, but as it goes on, so, you know, remember when, obviously, when we first met, mm-hmm. I was quite, I was quite nervous about getting interviews with people. Mm-hmm. But then once I'd done the first one, that was the it popped the bubble of nervousness and I'm, then I was on my on my way around, you know. Yeah, she sent me and it's like the first wave and uh <laughs> Yeah, you threw you threw me under the bus and I uh I jumped. So. Te- technically for me it was like storming the beach uh you know Normandy with less chance of being a casualty. <laughs> and I mean on Friday, alcohol definitely helped as well because I had had a few by then, so that was that was good. I'm teeto- I'm teetotal, so I have no excuse. Like <laughs> when I do stuff, I'm just gonna do. <laughs> Are you teetotal by choice? Or uh, yes, that- yeah, by choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then and then a bit later on on the on the Friday evening, I then went up on stage again, but this time to sing Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Wow. Yeah. Which I'll sh- I'll send you the the videos that Toffer took, Excellent. Uh, or Toffer and Lucy took. So yeah, so you can actually see them because yeah, I really I really went for it, and it was really fun as well because like at one point Jiggy stopped the music, <laughs> and everybody in the crowd started booing him, and was just like boo, you know, you can't stop the music. This is you know, it was just really good kind of thing. And, you know, I was putting on a bit of a performance and dancing and, you know, being silly up there. And he, he said, no, 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 I am going to be, I am going to be playing the rest of the song. I just, you know, he just wanted to sort of say, right, we all know this bit. So we all have to get up and, you know, sing sort of thing. And I just, I, into the mic, I just went, Wayne's World. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows that bit, don't they? So. Uh, yeah, so I started up on stage with my hair up, and then I took my hair down so that I could rock out properly. Ah, <laughs> uh, the days when I used to have long hair. Oh, did you used to have long hair, did you? Oh, I used to have hair past my shoulders, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Was that because you... Well, was there any reason? Just <laughs> because you wanted to... No, sorry, because I, I wasn't sure. Because sometimes, you know, like if you're like into the heavy metal scene or the rock scene, you know, kind of thing, like people imitate that look or yeah probably a bit of imitation and just the fact that obviously as well as at uni i could get away with it so yeah i grew my hair yeah. quite long yeah yeah oh. don't wear the pictures on me supposedly i look quite a lot like the drummer out of um uh foo fighters oh really yeah 
Oh, you have to send me a couple of those pictures I'll see, then. I'll see what I can dig out. But yeah, people have told me that. I will have a drummer from the food factors whose name, is, whose name escapes me. So. Yeah, I'm just going to Google it a minute because I can't remember either. And I feel like that is a bad thing. It is, in fact, a bad thing. No worse things. But I'm very impressed, Gemma, that you got up and did the old singing stuff. So Thank you. I mean, I'll sing in the car, but it sounds... I'm not a good singer. The, my father, knowing me on the other hand, is an exceptionally good singer. So, uh, yeah. He got that gene. I don't know who's... I think I've got my mother's gene, because she can't sing, so... Yeah. Sorry. I am listening to... It's all right. It's all right. Googling as well. Well, sweet and gentle listener, while Gemma's Googling, uh, I I have nothing great to say, but I'll try and fill the space with... It's all right. I've already got that. (laughs) Taylor Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. Yes. Once looked like Taylor Hawkins. Oh, Wow. A bit like oh. what somebody once told me I looked like uh, the particular star I was going for. They were saying I was looking like Brad Pitt in Troy, which is good in some respects, apart from that Brad Pitt's probably about 10 years older than I am. <laughs> yes, but he is an exceptionally good-looking man. So let's face it, everybody wants to look like Brad Pitt, don't they? I took that as a positive, but I also thought, yes, he is somewhat older than me. But yeah, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I don't think people were probably telling you you looked old. No, I'd, so, I'd, well, I'd certainly hope not. There's a few people who made the Brad Pitt comment, so anyway. Yeah. Rough with the smooth. That was my look for several years, so yeah. How long did that last you? Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, I was at university, I did it fast track, so that was two years, certainly had it like that. Then I grew it longer again for a bit when I was going out with Beth, because she liked me with long hair, and that was, what, a year or two? So yeah, probably four years I've had longish hair. And I occasionally let it grow a bit, and yeah, I'll provide I'll provide photographic evidence, Gemma. Okay, you can, you can share it with the masses and scare people. Okay, no problem at all. Well, your peach picture seemed to go down quite well on Twitter, so it's... I told you you have to get on Twitter, and then you can appreciate these things. <laughs> I will do. <laughs> I will do my utmost. I will get on Twitter. I'll do it. I'll do it. In fact, I'll do it this weekend. Okay, but you said that two episodes ago, and you still haven't, so... Uh, <laughs> well, we'll, how, show, we'll show you down to old age, honest. I was going to say, how can I trust you at this point? <laughs> you keep telling me one thing, I lie to me. <laughs> Back to Friday. You know, the whole thing sort of ended. Everyone did their karaoke, and, you know, it was time to sort of go home because the pub was closing. And... I then was walking down the street with Emma from Wales. She's absolutely lovely. Amy and Claire as well. And I actually met them on the day, uh, you know, met them in the evening. And they, they were really nice girls as well. So I think they're new listeners. Hi, girls. Hope you're enjoying it. Yeah, fingers crossed. And it was quite funny to sort of walk along, you know, because I was walking along with Toffa because there were six of us at that point. So... We were all kind of walking in twos, but not in, not on purpose, but just walking in twos. And, and yeah, and Toffa was being, well, he was very drunk at that point. So I was kind of helping him walk a little bit. <laughs> Even though, you know, I'd actually said to him beforehand, oh, I'm not really comfortable walking back to the hotel on my own. Can we make sure that I walk with you? You know, because it'd be in London and everything. And yeah, so it turned out that, you know, a little bit worse for worse <laughs> i really had to like i was linking arms with him at one point basically you were looking after him it yeah, wasn't the other way around much. at all 
Yeah, but he was also still very entertaining as well. So I can't I can't say a bad thing about them. So yeah, he was um he was a little bit worse for wear. And the next day definitely even in the evening when I saw him again the next day, he he still didn't look like he still didn't look like he wanted to be awake. <laughs> hey, I've been there. I've been at weddings where I don't know how I was alive the next morning. I once went to a wedding where I calculated that I started drinking at 12.30 in the afternoon and I was still drinking, uh, well, I had to stop drinking and go to bed. Uh, and as I passed the dining room, they were putting out all the breakfast stuff. I think it was probably about half six in the morning when I went to sleep, and then, then I was up at half seven. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, that was pretty hardcore. Yeah, that is pretty hardcore. The things we do when we're young. Yep, yep. I mean, it I, is crazy. Yeah, get it out of your system while you can still do it. I can still have fun, so yeah, it's all good. I can still do that, but I just know that if I drank like that, I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, because like me and Emma we were staying in the same travel lodge because there was three travel lodges in King's Cross. Why King's Cross needs three, I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, King's Cross, don't be so greedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and they were only like literally a two-minute walk away from each other as well. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, maybe not literally, maybe five minutes. But still, it was, you know, they were literally round the corner from each other, so... Mm-hmm. That's all good. That's good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. look at it this way. You know, what I was, what I was expecting to hear from you, Gemma, is that you were that drunk that you ended up going to the wrong one. <laughs> no, well, Tolfer and Sean went to the wrong one, but that was <laughs> that was partly my fault because I was convinced that they were staying at mine. So, well, can I yeah, say that's yeah. not surprised me? It was those two that did that. <laughs> but they were, they were only literally just down the road as well. So you know, it wasn't too bad. You know, like I showed him a picture of my travel lodge and then Tolfu was showing me a picture of his and they looked identical. So I was like, well, they must be the same. <laughs> but obviously, they've got the same sort of decor and everything, haven't they? So that's why that's why we got confused. Yeah, all of them do end up looking the same. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was, um, there was a room 666. Ooh. So me and Emma ran up to find the room yeah. and that was fun. Was anyone in it? Yeah, sadly, because I I turned around to the guy on reception and I said I really want to see the room and he's like there's someone in there and I was like oh why is it not me? <laughs> oh, as long as you don't start hearing weird noises from the room, you're all right. No, yeah. Well, I mean, I was on the third floor. That was the sixth floor, so you know it wasn't too bad. Ah. I mean, then yeah, and then Saturday came around, so I I feel like I've been the only one talking on this uh po- on this episode today. So I apologise. You will get chance to talk soon, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, can I just say I'm happy to listen to what you're telling me because my weekend was not as much fun unless you consider feeling rather ill for most of the weekend. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, because that's why you couldn't make it on Saturday, wasn't it? That so. was a, that was amongst many other reasons that I couldn't even get transport properly. Uh, but yes, it was. Um, I was not at my best at the weekend, shall we say? So, but this is far more information than anyone listening will ever want to need or need to know. Yeah, are you feeling better now, though? Mm, iffy, so iffy. But I'm getting on. I mean, it's not going to kill me. I'm just not, you know, a hundred percent. So yeah, let I'm me just feeling a bit dicky. I'll be honest. If I could have been anywhere else than like being unwell, I would have loved to have been at the event. So 
We will, yeah. we will we'll sort something out. It's all good. You can hear my, my crazy ramblings and musings from the next thing we're at, people. It's all good. You're not missing, uh, you're not missing out on my stuff just yet. <laughs> okay. So in that case, then I'll move on to Saturday. So obviously I drove from, well, from Reading. I had to get, oh God, I'm not going to talk trains. I'll talk trains briefly. I was a little bit hungover at this point in the morning and I was trying to work out how to get from King's Cross to Paddington and then uh, then there was a direct train from Paddington to Reading. Mm-hmm. So on the way in, it was completely straightforward. It was just get on a train at Paddington, get, get off at King's Cross. It was that easy. But on the way back, unfortunately... Two of the major lines actually closed on the tube. So you had the, uh, you know, I'm not going to go through the, the different lines anyway, but yeah, so I was trying to work out how to get from A to B. And I got on the Northern Line and that was absolutely fine. Got off, you know, Oxford Street. That was where I needed to get off. Mm-hmm. And then I needed to get on this other tube to go to obviously Paddington. It wasn't until I was about three stops in that I realised that I was going the wrong way. So <laughs> at the next stop, I had to get off the tra- uh, get off the tube, <laughs> and then get uh, walk across and get on another one. And I saw the stops that I'd you know like I'd seen the same stops about twice. You know, I know exactly where you went wrong. Yeah, I know what you did right. I can tell you what you should have done to get out of this situation. You ready? Okay. Well, yeah. what happened is you obviously you you upset and offended the little person. And they could have helped you going down the yellow brick road, couldn't they? <laughs> they could have sent you in the right way down the yellow brick road. But I have to give the underground staff their juice because a lot of people helped me because I was like, I'm so sorry <laughs> help me. And they just all went, oh. They're probably there going, I want to smell booze. <laughs> yeah, you probably could, to be fair. <laughs> secondhand, <laughs> so anyway, so- secondhand fumes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I did brush my teeth. You know, I'm not not skanky or anything. <laughs> I'm not dirty. <laughs> not not unclean. No, I'm thinking more just the uh, the the aroma of alcohol seeping from one's paw. Yeah, yeah definitely. That was definitely happening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get the alcohol sweats at one point as well, don't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So finally, I got back to Reading which is where I left my car. And then I had the drive to Birmingham that way because that's where the next event was, which was the book signing with James Murray and Darren Wearmouth. And as you know, and most of the listeners know, hopefully, that Darren has actually been on the show a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. Friend, of the, friend of the show? He is a friend of the show, yes. So hopefully he's going to be returning very soon as well i have asked him but he's got a horrendous schedule at the moment so obviously i can't i can't intrude on that but when life settles down a little bit more he is going to come back on and be a guest again so very cool very cool yeah so because i had two tickets obviously that meant that i could get two books Mm -hmm. even though i had one anyway so now i've got i'm the proud owner of three awakened books (laughs) are they they all signed (laughs) Two of them are signed. One of them I got off Amazon, so it's not signed. Ah. Yeah. But one of them actually had the word follow inside. So I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I've thought nothing of it. And 
uh, what James Murray had done is that he wrote in the books what you know like a few little messages so one of them was larry uh you know follow uh, an ugly photo and things like this and basically it w- it meant that if you had that book with that written in that you were going to either receive a follow or whatever dude yeah so basically that means he hasn't done so yet but he has got my card with all of the details on so I'm hoping still that he remembers to uh, follow at Codswallet Pod. Uh, fingers crossed. I need all the listeners to tweet at him to remind him, please. <laughs> yeah, do it. We're on to you, man. You said you'd do it. Don't break your promise. No one likes someone who breaks promises, do they? Who knew? No, not at all. But also, I did mention to him as well that if if it was possible, that I would love to have him on the show as well. Mm-hmm. So hey, I'd love to have him on the show. I think that'd be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, obviously, I said to him, I realise that you've got an incredibly busy schedule, so please don't worry if you can't do it. But you know, it, it would be a true honour if you would come on the show. Blah blah blah. Obviously, I didn't say the blah 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 to him. You know, that would have been a bit rude. <laughs> blah 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 blah. And he said he said he will do his best. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that all works out. Let's keep those fingers crossed. Yeah, crossed and double yeah. crossed. Fingers, toes, and eyes crossed. And if you're from somewhere called Mosley, as my colleague told me, they can cross their toes. Oh, can they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? It's quite funny, actually. As you said that, I actually just tried to cross one of my toes, and I was like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> I would try, but I'm sure I'd end up with, like, a snappy noise, and, you know, <laughs> horrible breaking. things would happen. <laughs> and... I think that thus ends the story of my weekend, to be honest. That's like a really good weekend. I'm impressed. It was. It was a fantastic weekend. I had so much fun. I mean, I didn't get to speak to Darren as much as I would have liked to, but he had to, you know, he had to do the mingling and he had to go mm-hmm. around and speaking to people. So I, you know, like, I didn't want to intrude on You want to monopolise on his time too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I went over and I gave him a T-shirt. So he's got one of our Talking Codswallop t-shirts now. They're very high quality people. Very high quality. Yeah, they are. They're really nice as well, actually. And, you know, I'll get one sent off to you as well. You have to email me your address or whatever, and I'll get one sent to you. True, true. And, uh, and people people will look at me and say, where did you get that fine looking t-shirt from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing I did. Sorry, last little bit. Um, I've because I've got these business cards made up for the podcast. I've seen some, yeah, in unusual in unusual places. <laughs> you saw one in the toilets. <laughs> uh, yes, and it was the ladies' toilets. <laughs> it was, yeah. Putting them in there was uh, Amy's idea, which I thought was a brilliant idea. But I also went around the venue and like stuck them into like where the posters were for the upcoming events for the for the place and i kept like stick them in different places i'm sure that they've probably all been removed by now but still <laughs> it was quite fun and i was going to try and slip a couple into people's books <laughs> mm. i bet you're wondering aren't you listen <laughs> how does james know there are little cards in the women's toilets well woohoo <laughs> Well, please, how did you know, James? I, I couldn't possibly say. I just know. 
Vicky and Emma found that card, which was fantastic. And then they took a selfie of, uh, of themselves in the mirror. Yeah. With, with the card in the frame. So it was, yeah, it was a very good picture. That one. <laughs> I love that one. That is what's happened to me in the last, well, la- well, last weekend, really. So it sounds ace. I'm sorry. I can't bring much more to it, but. Tales of stomach woes will not interest the listeners. No, I'm sure not. <laughs> oh, and another... Th- oh, sorry, everything's coming you know, back to me now as well. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> my first introduction to Birmingham... Well, not my first introduction to Birmingham, because I've been before, but on, on the day, the welcome to Birmingham was a biker gang who all decided to swarm around my car and all drive <laughs> riding their bike as I was driving along. And I was like, I didn't know whether to be like real shit scared <laughs> or be like, this is pretty metal. <laughs> you know? And I was like, I'd say, yeah, I kind of probably had a bit of an expression of this is amazing, but also I'm crapping my pants right now. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so I was a yeah, so I was escorted by uh, about twenty bikers. Hey, and they all had choppers, and the, to be honest, their bikes you know, looked pretty good. So choppers, you say? Choppers, yeah. The big bikes, yes, yes, yeah. But no, Birmingham's quite an interesting place. I haven't been for quite uh, for many years, but it's not bad. I mean, I know the train station leaves a bit of a desire, but I think it's been done up. So okay, I can't comment. I've. I've never actually got the train to Birmingham, I don't think so. Um, how far away are you from Birmingham? Train-wise, I think it's about an hour and a half, something like that. Oh, so it's, it's not far then. The problem I had was it, getting there wasn't the issue, it was getting back. Um, I wouldn't have had to be able to get a train back because it was just mental on the old uh, train front. And then, of course, yeah. I stumbled them through a complete wobbler. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. No, I was just curious for... I mean, I could have gone to Birmingham. It could have been an interesting experience. I probably, probably would have only really seen four walls for most of my journey. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have been fun. No, it was. It was definitely not worth it enough to, if you were feeling ill, not to, not to go. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was a different kind of ill that I was feeling, <laughs> self-inflicted. So, can you imagine it, can't you? I'm there, shouting through the door. How is it out there? Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> 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 oh dear yeah so um so yeah so like i said that's the story of my weekend mm-hmm. did you want to move on to random story of the week we could move on to random story of the week we could even do more stuff tomorrow whatever's easiest for you but i've seen a friend tomorrow so ah, no it's okay tomorrow. it's all good yeah see i so, have no friend no <laughs> Yeah, you do. I do, actually, <laughs> it's yeah. Really, actually, it's really rare that I actually go out with any of my friends, to be honest. So uh, it's actually quite nice that I'm actually going out. So. Well, that's very good. It's usually actually the other way around, that I'm going out doing stuff. I keep being told that I need to stop for a bit. But the most active person I know is my father. He's out constantly doing things. So, yeah. yeah. It's all good. It is all good. Yeah. And, and why? I mean, as long as you make time for yourself a little bit. Mm, very yeah. true. Yeah, it's like, this is day two of me being on a diet now. Ooh, the, how's it going? As, as not too bad, but it's day two. So usually day two, I'm absolutely fine. Ask me in two weeks' time and I'll, I'll let you know. When, when, you kill, yeah, when you kill the man sort of thing for food. <laughs> Get me food! Do it now! Yeah. <laughs> but after I saw the videos that, you know, like, brilliant videos, loved them, 
But when I saw myself in them, I was just like, oh, I need to sort myself out, you know. And that was kind of the wake up call that I needed, which which is good. You know, I needed that wake up call, basically. So you now come to the part of the show where we discuss health, fitness and how we feel about ourselves. <laughs> no, we're just keeping it reals. We're keeping it reals. If you too have problems like this, write into P.O. Box. <laughs> <laughs> at TalkingCodswalletPod at gmail.co.uk uh, com. <laughs> I'll be your agony uncle and Gemma will be your agony aunt. Oh yeah, if you have got any real life problems, please feel free to uh, email us. Yeah, being serious. Yeah, if you really do, if you have any sort of queries or conundrums you would like us to answer, both seriously and humorously, we will try and help us. We can chime in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, consider us your agony aunt and uncle. So, <laughs> but I had the same sort of thing where you were talking about seeing a picture of yourself uh, or something like a video, and you make a decision. And I yeah. got that last. Oh, well, it's March. Actually. Yeah, March, where I put on weight, and I just thought, "Yep, I'll do the picture of myself." And I thought, "Nope, got to make a change to this." So I just overhauled stuff, and I feel a darn sight better for doing it. That's good. Well, well done, you. Because it is hard. It is hard to lose weight and give up any. Because like, food is like an addiction, mm. really, isn't it? So, And it's an addiction that you can't live without. Oh, I miss sugar. I know, I know. <laughs> but don't worry, I mean, I can't have sugar either, so. <laughs> I miss cake. <laughs> but no, but um... You I'll, could probably have it occasionally, though, couldn't you? Possibly, but I try and just, you know, stay away from stuff, so. Yeah. Chocolate. Actually, I really miss chocolate. That's the one thing I really, really miss, but I've got to stay away from chocolate entirely, so chocolate's like crack. <laughs> Maybe not quite as bad as crack, but yeah. <laughs> Just let's put it into perspective here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm jonesing, man. I'm jonesing. <laughs> okay, so on to the weird and wacky story of the week. It's one I've brought to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I can do a bit more talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, to be fair, I did bring the weird one last time, I think, didn't I? So you did, yeah. Sure. I did. I actually update. I did actually contact. Uh, forgotten her name, but the girl who I had done with the alligator. Yeah, uh, had her photo done with the alligator, but she never got back to me. So, uh, so it doesn't look promising that she's going to become a guest on the show, unfortunately. But still. She's now probably just too big and famous for us, just too big. Yeah, probably, probably. Or because I'm not friends with her, she probably didn't see the private message that I sent her on Facebook. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. I, I Come on, Mackenzie, you know yeah. you want to talk to us. Yeah, come on, come on the show. So we only need to talk to you for half an hour if you're busy. <laughs> I can tell you about big techs, you know. But this guy, I definitely would rather not have that on the show, if that's okay, because I think I might, like, I love horror, I love scary things, I love everything like that, but this guy freaks me out. <laughs> I can see what would happen is that you would end up on turn, I'd just end up having to spend time with big techs in a room. <laughs> on I my own. I'd rather spend time with big techs in a room. <laughs> Go down, boy, down, boy. <laughs> yeah. So this story is a man has half his nose cut off and his ears removed because he wanted to look like a living skull. <laughs> Tattoo artist Kauka Skull has spent the last uh, the last two oh 
Daily Mirror is spelling mistakes here. I'm dyslexic and I can pick up the fact that he, they've actually spelt a word wrong here. <laughs> Come on, people. What pool are you hiring from? I know, exactly. Has spent the last two years, T-O, that is, years, getting extreme body modifications. So I don't know if you've got the article in front of you, James. The living skull, shall we call him? Yes. The 22-year-old male has been fascinated with skulls from a young age. Now, I mean, obviously... I've not read on with the article yet, and I, ha- uh, me personally, I have, but I haven't read it on on here yet. But holy living shit balls is all I can say. Looking at this guy's picture, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, uh, he's oh gee god. I mean, the weird thing is, he's also got a tattoo of an eye on him. Yeah, the all-seeing eye. One would think. I mean, seriously, what? You look at this guy, he's got weird piercings, he's shaved most of his hair off, and he's done something unmentionable to his teeth. I mean, this is, looking at him, but obviously for some reason he thinks this is a great idea, but how on earth does he ever think he's going to get a job or do anything that a normal person would do? And I'm sorry to say, but if you're doing this to yourself, you know, there's something deeply wrong with you on the inside. You were not right. No, absolutely not. And that's why I stopped it there as well, because at that point, because also the fact that he's made this decision at the age of 22, like what 22 year old knows what to do with their life? You know, that is the time when we all make stupid mistakes, but not like this. Yeah, I mean, say you get a tattoo on, I don't know, your arm that you decide later on you don't like. You can mm. cover it up or you can get it lasered off. This guy's tattooed his entire body by the looks of it. Yeah. And but I, I think, mean, sorry, go on. to allow people to do this to themselves, you read about people where they've done this and they've managed to get a doctor who'll do the work for them. And firstly, from the doctor's point of view, a doctor should not be letting me do this. And I mean, psych- psychologically, this guy's away. You know, this isn't right. Yeah. And he, you look at a picture of him originally, and he wasn't a bad-looking guy. Oh, okay, I haven't seen a picture of him originally, so I can only see the bad ones. He was a reasonably handsome-looking guy, and now he doesn't even look normal. I mean, he's cut his ears. I mean, he's done something weird to his eyes as well. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I think... I'm not sure if he's actually tattooed his eyes. It, it can be done. It, I've heard of that being done. Yeah. I mean. I'd ask the, the the question, look at this guy, is this like the Prussian kissing devil come to life? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it is so alarming. I will post up a picture of him. He uh, says people cross episode. the street to avoid him. No shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like... I know I would as well, because I, I, see, I see people with tattoos and everything, and automatically because i kind of grew up loving heavy metal and you know that kind of music genre i automatically think oh awesome like and you kind of think oh tattoos they're they're not actually there to be scary they're there to just represent the loves of people you know love of what people love you know kind of thing you know or to in some ways to scare people off in a Mm. way to make them look tougher than they are because they're probably a pussycat in in real life, you know? 
I mean, looking at this guy, he's, this either, guy. he's either gone for like the long term, the cheapest way to save money uh, when it comes to Halloween. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the definitely. costume that keeps on giving. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, maybe I'll dress up as a princess for Halloween, eh? <laughs> I'm desperate to see this guy if he gets a woman. And if he does get a woman, holy shit bag, she's going to be absolutely bonkers. I mean, yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. But you might have severed his tongue in half as well. He has, yeah. I mean, uh, come on. Unless this is like the world's most bizarre sex trick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. It's like it's like kind of like the freak circus coming to life. <sighs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like when the freak circus, though, was alarming. Like, it's not quite as alarming anymore because there's a lot more extreme people out there. But, yeah, in the days when... It was like a real oddity, you know. It's kind of like that, isn't it? His extreme makeover, according to this, Gemma reads, his extreme makeover includes having his earlobes cut off, his tongue dyed green, and his eye sockets tattooed onto his face. Tattoo- his eye sockets tattooed onto his face? Yeah, it says something like that. Dude. Oh, black eye sockets. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, but yeah, it was... I don't know, I just, I saw this and then I just thought, oh my God, we have to talk about this basically. And yeah, and just scrolling down a little bit more, he's, he's put, um, they've put his efforts to transform his appearance and the spooky results started when he, after his mother's death. So mm. obviously, you know, he had a bit of a trauma. Well, not mm. a bit of a trauma, he had a trauma. Yeah. But still, you know, I mean, okay, yes, I started getting tattoos when my dad passed away, but, not like this you know it was butterflies <laughs> there, are, there are ways to to deal with things and any psychologist i'm sure worth a salt will look at this guy and be like there is something deeply deeply wrong with you yeah but uh, who 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 are we to judge really because i know as strange as it sounds all well, the native things we've said and the fact that this guy looks like he's absolutely off the deep end of madness it's quite possible that he's just very happy with this I yeah. think I think there is the problem, like you said, that at twenty-two he can't. He probably hasn't got the ability to think what this will do to him long term, because yeah. I think he'll find things in life very, very well. He will find things in life very, very difficult like this. Yeah, I mean, he is a tattoo artist, so kind of in some ways, because obviously we brought up about you know like job interviews and mm-hmm. things like that. That you know, like. It would potentially be a little bit more accepted as tattooist. But that's funny. She would still scare the you-know-what out of you. Well, yeah. I mean, who knows, Gemma? You know, some people might find him attractive. I'm sure deep down you're thinking, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm really can you not. Imagine the middle of the, can you imagine in the middle of the night if you don't, you know, just sort of seeing him in bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 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 I mean, I've woken up to some scary sights in the morning, but that, he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, and I, I also, I suppose, like, also, I'm judging him on the pictures that I can see as well, which is that, you know, like, he's pulling the faces that, you know, like, push, pulling his tongue out and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of, the pictures are to create alarm. You know, so maybe if he was just walking down the street, you would kind of look look at him and be like, "Huh," and then just carry on with your day. You never know. But okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking, Gemma. 
I'm yeah. sorry, I, I talked over you slightly then, but it, here's the thing that I'm thinking. So we might think he's a bit bonkers, we might think he's a bit crackers, but we haven't properly heard his side of the story. So if anybody knows this guy, or anyone knows any way of getting in contact with him, it'd be interesting to have him on. And he could tell us all about it. I don't think, if he listens to this episode, I don't think he'd want to come back on. <laughs> no, no, come on, come on. I, I know we've said some nasty things about you, but, you know, as I said, you might be completely at peace with yourself and happy. So if anyone knows this guy, uh, we, we're throwing that out again. If anyone <laughs> does know him and he'd like to, you know, talk to the masses and talk to people, talk to, you know, Jem and me as his uh, agony aunt and uncle. Yeah. We're here for him. We're here for you. <laughs> Well, he has put a couple of quotes, so I'll read those out. Body modifications are personal decisions and should not be judged. Uh, Okay, fair enough. I understand that. It is like judging a woman for getting breast or buttock implants. For me, a skull is like my sister, a part of my family, really. I feel very attached to them, he said. He even plans for further modifications to make him look even more like a skull. (laughs) Even more. What are you going to do? Peel your skin off? I don't have well, Other than dying, I can't see what <laughs> this guy can do. Um, <laughs> what, what's his plan? Stick his head in a bottle of like acid or something? I, I mean, I come really, on. I really don't know. But it says also that, but despite his terrifying appearance, tra- attracting stares in public and making strangers uncomfortable, Calcac. Human skull man. Yeah, <laughs> um, insists he is a normal person who just happens to look different. I just feel good the way I am, he says. Ah, oh, shit, now I feel bad. <sighs> I don't. Now I feel a bit bad for sort of saying uh, how crackers he is. I, mm. I, well, okay, fair enough. And it's fair enough if you feel bad. I I personally don't because obviously that's my opinion, but and like I I don't judge people, you know, normally. But in this sense, it's more it's more worry for what yeah. he yeah what he's done to himself at such a young age. Because I know I know what I was like at twenty two. I know that I made some very very stupid decisions when I was twenty two, but nothing that is going to, nothing that affects me now. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. It's the severity of it, actually. I mean, I feel bad because I guess he is trying to make the point that people shouldn't judge him, but it is. The, I, I'm Actually, I do have to stick by the fact that um, there's got to be an underlying issue. It's not normal to start slicing parts of yourself off. No. It's like there was a guy, I think, who had his testicles removed or something. And you've got to think, you know, because he wanted like, was he, a, he got into some weird sort of school thing, he wanted more body symmetry or something. It's just, yeah. yeah. But, uh, to be fair, I'm more concerned by the doctor who sanctioned it than anything. Who's going, yeah. yeah, it's fine, I'll chop parts of your face off and other, you know, tattoo parts of your eyes and things. It's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it is insane. Because you hear about those, like, uh, people that, have transformed themselves into like tattooed and get piercings to make themselves look like a cat and, uh, and things like that as well, isn't it? So, and like, I think there was one that was a snake as well. So he had like loads of reptile skin tattooed, you know, like tattooed I remember reptile one you mean, skin. 
Yeah, and then um, his tongue was split as well, so that it really was like a snake. I, I just don't... I think it's just the fact that I don't understand why anybody would want to do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, was, I was laughing because I was trying to think how to word that then. but I, you know, it's just, I am glad to hear that you don't want to do that to yourself. <laughs> no. No, not at all. <laughs> no. I, I will be getting I will be getting a tattoo this weekend, but I won't be uh, I won't be doing it all over my face. <laughs> it's like when I let, when when you next have better going, Oh Gemma, I've made the decision. I wanna chop my toes off and take off my ears because it's gonna be cool. I think you'd I... have I think you'd have people round, wouldn't you? To uh yeah. be medicated rather quickly. I think, well, first of all, I think that I wouldn't, you know, get you medicated or anything like that. But I think that I would definitely, like, invest time into, like, getting your friends and family around you and discussing it properly. But I suppose each to their own life choices and all that. So Correct. He's got to live with it. And if he's happy, then that's the main thing. He's bonkers, but he's happy. This has been another episode of Talking Codswallop. So I know that mostly I've done the talking this week. James... Well, I was here. <laughs> yeah, James was here. I've been very attentive and listening. I'll bring more <laughs> next time, I promise. <laughs> it's only because I had so much exciting things to actually talk about, so I was really excited. So, yes, so thank you ever so much for listening to this week's Talking Codswallop. I have been Gemma. I've been James. And we've been Talking Codswallop. Please follow us on Twitter at Pod. And I think actually you can find it using at Codswallet Pod on Facebook as well. It comes up with the Facebook page, so might want to check that out if you're on Facebook. If you abuse me enough, I will join Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't seem to work. So but let's face it, you know, either I'm going to have to set up this account on <laughs> James or he's never going to do it. And so oh, I'm just she's going to give up. Guide me through the technology. It'll be fine. It's all good. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. I'm disappointed. So, but you know, life goes on. Oh no, so, I'm not going to come out the cupboard for two weeks now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you again, and chat with me on Twitter. I look forward to speaking to you all. Have a good one. Apart from James. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah.